Hello and welcome everyone to episode 9 of the Ducky O'Brien Show. Today I'm going to be doing something a little bit different after receiving feedback from the previous episodes. Uh, the number one thing people said was that it felt like I was reading too much. I mean, it was obvious that I was reading. <laughs> Taka said it felt like it was text-to-speech. That's a little rough. So today I'm going to try to speak without a script and see how it goes because this is going to sound more natural but at the expense of it being way more flawed in terms of me trying to figure out what I want to say. Anyways, we'll see if this is better. I'm going to push it out and then I'll ask for feedback again from my friends. If anyone's listening to this, you can feel free to let me know if it sounds better or not. You can email me at duckyobrienshow at gmail.com. Or you can drop by my Discord channel, my YouTube, Twitch, whatever, and just shoot me a little message. Anyways, today I'm going to start off with a little bit of a news item because I thought it was huge. The YouTube CEO, Susan, is stepping down from her position. I don't know how to pronounce her last name. It's like, whoa, Sijik? <laughs> Watch something? Anyways, as always, I get all of my news from... Moist Critical is one of my uh, favorite YouTubers as of now. I just like the dude. You know, his content is just him talking, and I like it. Anyways, uh, earlier when the video first came out, there were a lot of comments where people were saying, uh, Susan leaving was like the best thing that happened to YouTube, and I'm like, yo, that's that's kind of mean, bro. But yeah, I am worried because uh, the person taking over may be incredibly worse there's a lot of comments saying saying the same thing like royal pumpkin this better not be a situation where we're trading something bad for something worse and yeah i i think we are <laughs> so the person replacing susan is neil mohan hopefully i am pronouncing these names correctly but if you don't know who he is he is an ad man that's right He's a person who's an ad person. He's the person who tried to bring NFTs to YouTube, I think, I believe, if I read correctly. Uh, he's also the person who pushed YouTube shorts. Yeah, it's never a good sign, fellas, when a person who is in charge of ad revenue, who only wants to focus on getting money, is in charge now. Uh, yeah, say goodbye to the platform. It's going to be geared towards making money as opposed to supporting the creators and supporting the people who use it it's just gonna boil down to how much money can we earn and this is never good because world of warcraft went through the same thing where the player count was at an all-time low engagement and player retention were at an all-time low however revenue was at an all-time high uh, at least according to the articles I read, because of the whales, they spent way more money. So it was like printing money, but there were less people playing it. So yeah, we'll see what happens. Uh, this is kind of worrisome because even if you have a crappy platform, since everyone's using it, it could actually generate more income, even though less people want to make content on it or interact with it. Because there's already so much content on there. Yeah, we'll see though. For me, what I would like to see on YouTube, uh, basically the thing that worries me the most is when I get a claim or a strike or there's something wrong with my video, but they won't tell me why. 
Uh, YouTube knows why, because a lot of content creators went over this. They have the timestamps to the exact places where the algorithm, whatever is going through our videos, they flag our videos with a timestamp. We need access to that information as creators so that we can go and fix it up. Like honestly, almost every single creator I've seen wants to make sure that their YouTubes are viable for you for, for YouTube. They want to make sure that their videos are going to work for the platform. They're, they're going to be willing to edit and make changes. So it doesn't make sense to withhold that information from the creator. Like I, I don't see any reason why you would do that pretty much uh you know one thing that would be nice another thing would be to get rid of the bots i think they did a good job so far because i have not seen bots recently but they used to leave comments with very sussy urls but the most common problem i saw recently what was that people would hack accounts they would delete all the videos rename it into a tesla account they would loop the same video of elon musk and the, C the previous CEO of Twitter, and they would have like a link saying, oh, Elon's gonna change how crypto is going to be received. And you go to the website and it's like a scam website where they're like, if you donate any crypto, we will double it. And anytime someone says that, that is a 100% a scam. Why would they do that when they can just give you the crypto for free? You know what I mean? <laughs> Why would they need for you to give them anything anyways? It's kind of funny because that scam has been going on for a while now. So if you see any any account that's branded as Tesla and it's live streaming with Elon Musk on it and uh, the link goes to a site where they want you to give them crypto and double it, uh, don't click on it. All right. Recently, I played Wanted Dead. Uh, I've been wanting to play this game when it you know when it was announced. Well, not when it was announced, but recently. So... I saw all the YouTube videos with like the cooking shorts and I was like, this, this is something I want to play. So I was like super excited to get a key. I did stream it recently. Uh, I want to go through and play the game a bit more before I write any coverage or make preview videos. But yeah, so far it's okay. Uh, apparently made by the makers of Ninja Gaiden and Dead or Alive. Uh, it is a little bit mediocre there, it, there's some like uncanny valleys ishness I, I don't even know what i'm saying right now this is why i write an article <laughs> like it feels a little bit uncanny there's some parts that feel a little weird uh but overall i think it's an okay game it has mixed reviews and i think it makes sense uh, honestly in my opinion not worth the 60 bucks i think it's probably better off maybe around 20 bucks um that's my personal feeling like for people who love this game 60 dollars is gonna be worth it for them for me it, i i actually enjoy the game quite a bit i just don't think it's worth that amount of money um but yeah the combat is sort of okay it's pretty difficult so i'm gonna go over this later when i cover the game in full but yeah let's go on to the actual game we're gonna cover which is rooftop renegade so yeah, I got a key. So I covered a demo. I forgot when. It, it's been a while. Maybe a year ago, two years ago, maybe even three. I don't remember. 
but you know it was those campaigns were like oh cover our demo and then we'll give you the full game when it releases and there were a lot of companies that don't do that so <laughs> i'm gonna call them out but i covered dinosaur fossil hunter way back in the day and they promised on the campaign that if you covered a demo they would give you the full game on release and i didn't get it so i'm a little salty about that but <laughs> not really but anyways uh, i received the email totally forgot about this game and they're like oh yeah we promise we will give free keys so here it is and and they gave me one and i was incredibly grateful i'm, I'm grateful anytime i get a key because i know in terms of traffic i don't really get a lot so you know i'm grateful for whatever i can get um sometimes i do act ungrateful though you know I, i'm only human i forget how lucky i am but yeah uh this is developed by melonhead games and is released on february 16th the msrp is 17.99 and it's a runner it's a runner type of game let me pull out my preview this is obviously going to be on youtube but i'm just going to play it for the purposes of this recording the podcast you can't see the video but i'm making video and audio at the same time but yeah rooftop renegade is a runner like temple run on uh, subway surfers except instead of being infinite it is limited so there's a definite end to the game and each run takes roughly about two minutes so if you're very efficient you can beat it in roughly you know one minute 30 seconds uh if you are having like a longer level from the generator then you might take maybe two minutes but yeah uh so there's 24 arcade levels and those are pre-made levels and what you do is you play those to unlock the other levels and as you level up uh, you will unlock extra gear so you have hover blades you're kind of like rollerblading and as you level up you get extra abilities so you start with the boost at level one and then as you level up you get other abilities so one of them is a launcher where you can go vertically you can go up and that's very handy because sometimes you will fall down in the level and that's not the optimal path to clear it in the fastest time so you can use that boost ability that launch ability sorry to go up to a higher level where there might be rails or, or little boost gates and then you also have a short teleport which will let you teleport through obstacles and you could just spam it too uh, so that what you might call it i just noticed that it's not recording <laughs> the gameplay <laughs> let me switch to desktop this is why this is why you know this is a little rough i'm sorry fellas the production value on this one is not going to be that good uh for the podcast listeners i have a scene in obs where i am recording just the web browser it's it's cleaner because i don't capture anything else and i didn't realize that as i was playing the video from vlc player <laughs> so now i have to switch to desktop scene anyways that's gonna be a little awkward yeah instead of being a perfectionist i'm just gonna push it out and we'll improve it as time goes on but yeah um there's other abilities where you can teleport through objects or obstacles and these obstacles will either block you from moving or slow you down and also you can just use it to go faster 
Uh, the other ability is a phase ability, where when you activate it for a short duration, you can just skate through obstacles, and it'll give you a little bit of a speed boost. I didn't really notice enough of a speed boost when I used this ability, so I'm not sure if it's actually happening. But yeah, it'll go through most obstacles. You, you know, things will slow you down, things that will block you. But anyways, uh, as you play the game, you'll level up, you'll unlock those. There's eight levels to the uh, hover blades and after those four abilities basically what you get are modifiers for the cooldown reduction so some of them will be like oh the ones where you phase and jump those will recharge twice as fast i think the seventh one will only let you use the boost ability so you can go fast but in exchange for not having the other abilities it'll recharge super fast that one wasn't as good as I thought it would be because you have you have none of the other abilities and the teleport is actually very handy. Uh, so you can go way faster. The last one is you have all the abilities and they all recharge faster. So that one is pretty good. But yeah, uh, so other than the arcade levels, you have a generator mode where you put in a seed. So you type in a word. I typed in pee pee poo poo because I'm immature. And it'll generate a random level for you. I'm not quite sure how the seeds work. Uh, it did add a little bit of variety, but after playing the game for so long, it does feel kind of samey and grindy after a while. So I would probably recommend playing this on shorter bursts. Another thing to mention uh, for the scoring, you get scored uh, out of 4,000 points for S rank. So if you go past that, it's still an S rank. And just for completing the level, you get 2,000 points. And then based on the time taken and the crystals collected in the level, uh, you can get scored uh, up to 4,000 or beyond to get an S rank. Now, some of the levels, I feel like the game is a little buggy because the first level is the easiest. It's the one that's being displayed on the screen right now. It's just literally just a straight level with very little obstacles. I don't think this is the first level. Maybe it is. I don't remember. But yeah, uh, I can't get an S rank on it. You know what I mean? Like, I, I have max upgrades, and I still can't get an S rank. I feel like the way that it's calculating the score is a little... They, like, messed up the numbers just a little bit because I get super close, but I never hit it, and I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know what else I can do. Like, I try getting all the crystals, but then I have to slow down. And you know I don't I can't hit that so yeah it's a little frustrating but for the generated levels it seems like it's super easy because I get an S rank every time on the generated so far uh, so I I don't know if the scoring is very accurate another thing to mention going along the lines of it being buggy is that some of the achievements are not working if anyone cares about that um, the ones where you unlock all of the upgrades and reach level or rank 8 on your hover blades. Uh, those don't work. The one getting caught by Global Corp doesn't work as of this recording, obviously. Um, there's some other ones that don't work where it's like the trackers don't work and it just doesn't unlock. So that's a little bit, uh, a little bit sad because I like to 100% my games if it's doable. Uh, as soon as I play it so that I can just move on to the next game, right? Yeah, as for playing the game, 
I think it's pretty okay. Like if you played a runner before, like Temple Run, Subway Surfers, it feels pretty similar. This one feels a lot better. Uh, for those mobile games, you pretty much just move to the left or right, or you might jump. The controls are pretty limited, and the difficulty comes from it getting faster and maybe having a little bit more obstacles. This one, it's more varied. Like the beginning levels are pretty simple, but later on, uh, as you can see here, there's like multiple levels. I think this is a generated level. I can't tell. Um, and there's like a little enemy dude who shoots pathways to destroy them or reverse the direction of certain platforms or disable things so you can't use them. And it's definitely harder and you have to use all your abilities to kind of get through. And I think I like the abilities. I think the only thing I don't like about it is the default keyboard binds. And yes, I am using keyboard and mouse because that's what I use on almost every single game. I like to throw this in there, but I beat Dark Souls 1 and 3 with keyboard and mouse and then playing Elden Ring with keyboard and mouse. Okay, <laughs> I don't know why, but the only game I use a controller for is No Man's Sky and Dark Souls 2. For some odd reason, I can't play Dark Souls 2 on keyboard and mouse. So weird. Anyways, it feels really good. I would change the keybinds for sure, but um, you know, just using the abilities to kind of make up for mistakes on the fly it feels really good like for example if you fell down because the dude should shot the platform down you can use your jump ability to get back up and you know if there's obstacles in your way you can either teleport through them or use the phase and it it feels pretty good it does feel pretty good and the generated levels do add a little bit of variety but again you can only play it for so long uh depending on you know what you're looking for for me personally I like to play this in short bursts, and I I can't see myself playing it for like hours on end, you know? But yeah, I think that covers most of it. Um, I think the game is okay. Uh, I, <laughs> I think the soundtrack's pretty okay too. Um, I think it looks okay too, but I remember when I was first playing the demo, Cam was saying like, yo, this game looks kind of ugly, bro. <laughs> And I was like, ooh, okay. Because sometimes, like, the developers or the publisher or, like, PR people will drop by when you're playing a game. And for me, I will always give my honest opinion. So if I don't like something, I'm going to say it straight up. And I, everyone in my chat will say it too. Because, you know, um, I think being honest counts. Like, obviously, I'm going to try to be a little bit nicer about it. But if there's anything I want to critique, I will. Um yeah, and it's kind of awkward when uh, the, the the person who made the game or worked on the game drops by and you're not having a very positive reaction to something. <laughs> Just remember a time where I was playing this puzzle game. Um, it was like a weird number and then something like the Grand Block Odyssey or something. The puzzle game section was really good. I had fun with it. Uh, the graphics are pretty janky. But the one thing that I did not like at all was the narrative elements. The voice acting was not good in my opinion. And the cutscenes and the narrative bits were, uh, you know, I've seen mods do a better job. Let me just put it that way. And so, <laughs> so I was just like, oh man, I don't like this. And then the guy who made the game dropped by and I was like, ooh, <laughs> a little bit awkward. Uh, but yeah, uh, he took it in stride. I, I don't think he really, um, I mean, there's only so much what you can do when you're like literally one dude making a game, right? Anyways.
that's it. So that's the game. Hopefully this episode was okay. Let me know what you guys prefer. If you want me to sound more natural, I might, you know, kind of compromise and make like an outline so that I'm more structured in what I'm saying and I don't forget things and I don't ramble on. Or if you guys prefer a script, let me know too, because I'm totally fine with reading a script. I would like to get better at reading things to make me sound more natural. But as of now, I just, I'm just not good at doing that. So, you know, it's going to be one or the other and both have their merits and flaws. Anyways, that's going to be it. Uh, thank you so much for dropping by and watching. I really do appreciate it. Uh, thank you for listening. I really appreciate it as well. And yeah, I like I watched a clip from Mr. Beast. I'm gonna stop this video for now. I watched a clip from Mr. Beast, and I I think whether you like his content or not, he says something that that did strike me, and I'm starting to understand it now. But he was saying that it's easier to get you know a million views with one video than it is to get like ten thousand views with like hundreds of videos. I'm paraphrasing. I you know, I'm messing up his quote, but he was saying that essentially it's way easier to get a lot of views if you put a ton of effort into one video. Like you focus on quality over quantity, you're going to do a lot better than if you just focus on sheer quantity because you're going to put way more work into making those videos, but those videos are not going to give you a good return in terms of views and in terms of engagement. So I was thinking about that and I was like, you know what? Uh, you know, he has a point. I've been focusing on making quantity over quality and I need to make sure that I do a better job making uh, quality content that people want to watch or listen to. And for now though, uh, I think for however long I decided to do game previews though, I'm going to keep it the same because it is an ideological thing for me where for game previews, I wanted to show unedited gameplay from the, the beginning of the game because when you want to show a game off, I want to show how it is like to play the actual game, including all the stuff that's boring and that is not glamorous. So if a game starts off slow, I want to show that because if I only show the fun parts or I, I edit the video to make it look fun and someone sees that video and they want to buy the game and then they get bored in the first 30 minutes because it's not like that, I did them a disservice. So for previews, I'm going to keep it that way. For reviews, obviously, they're going to be more edited and concise because I want to encapsulate like the important information and deliver it as quickly as possible and for something i want to experiment with shorts are doing very well right now so i want to make content pieces that are more entertaining and more engaging and more uh optimal for the algorithm so that i can get more hits on those and the gameplay is going to be a background for that but I, I want to divert that traffic to my coverage if I can. And I understand it's, it's not going to work because this type of content, people don't really want to watch. It's boring. It's 
not entertaining. I get it, but I'm making it this way intentionally. So I think I'm going to try, you know, keeping the previews the same. I'm going to try making new content, though, that's more engaging. Um, I am not really good at it, you know. Uh, no matter how hard I try, I feel like it. I'm going to need a lot of time and effort. <laughs> the baby steps, just like this podcast episode. Uh, you know, it's not going to be pretty when I first start out. Anyways, yeah, I really do solo podcasts where I don't have a script. I usually have a script, and today I didn't. So, yeah, let me know if you like this one better or not. Anyways, that's going to be it. Thank you so much for listening again. I'm repeating myself, I know. And as always, hope you guys are staying safe and sane out there. And I'll catch you guys next time. Peace.